Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Two, three, four. What would you talk about on your uh, on your podcast? Five, seven, eight. Hello, Elvis Duran presents 12, 13, 14, 15, the 15-minute morning show. Oh, producer Sam. Hello. I'm so happy you came in to join us. Otherwise, it would have been a sausage fest today. Well, I'm always happy to join one of those. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I prefer to be called a meatball, not a sausage. Okay. Based on, sh- based on shape. Aww. Wow. All right, so with that said. Uh, I always called it a sausage factory. Well, sausage factory, making sausage and working at a sausage fest are two different things. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is very 
This isn't a very party-like atmosphere in here. This is more like a factory. Okay, well, call it what you Sausage want. Factory. All right, so Samantha's here, and I'm sure maybe Danielle will join us in a few minutes, but Skiri is here. There's Brody. The Brooklyn boys are here. Hello. Here's Straight Nate. I'm your host, Elvis Duran. Welcome to the 15-Minute Morning Show podcast. Yeah. So, you know, an interesting topic came up a second ago uh, before we pushed record. Uh, Nate looked up and said, Elvis, does anyone ever just come up to you like your friends or colleagues and say, here, I have a box of clothes that uh, I think will fit you better than me here. Yes. And they give me clothes. That it, it never happens to me. Brody, scary. No. Not to me, but happened to my wife. See, women, it's a different thing. It happened to Nate. Yeah. It happened to me uh, when I was in L.A. I saw somebody that I used to be really close friends with. So now I see him maybe once a year. And when I see him, he gives me his old clothes, which is great because they're really good clothes, <laughs> but they just don't fit. Well, and I, I, it's, but you I, don't feel odd getting some guy's clothes? I think... A little bit, a little bit. Okay. But at the same time, I appreciate it. But I think about the point in my life where I don't need hand-me-downs. Well, that's what it, what they are. But with women, and this is why I'm glad you're here, Sam, and we can talk about your wife as well, Brody. Women love giving each other clothing. Like, they wear it a few times, and then, like, oh, you know what? This will look great on you here. And you love that. Yeah, exactly. I think it's because women, a little bit more than men, seem to have trouble wearing something too much. It seems to be a bigger deal for women. I don't know why. So it's not necessarily a hand-me-down. Right. That's like, it has a negative connotation. It's just, here's something I really loved, but I think I'm, I'm, thinking I'm done wearing it. It'll look great on you. Take it. Right. I think women skew each other less. Than if a guy was to give a guy clothes. Ooh, yeah, I yeah, know. I don't want to wear a guy's clothes. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and look, I'm the same way. I don't like wearing the same clothes over and over and over. Yeah. Uh, I do give my old stuff that's way too big for me to Uncle Johnny. That's about the only time I do this. But you're talking about your wife. She gets clothes from her friends too, right, well, Brody? She, uh, she, they'll go over each other's houses and go, oh, I, I could wear that blouse with this thing. Can I borrow it? They borrow shoes. Women wear each other's shoes. Nate, scary Elvis, would no. you ever like wear another no. guy's shoes? No, no. no. I don't no. want your shoes, no. and you're not wearing no. my shoes. But here's no. the problem. Nate mentioned that some guy gives him clothes because he said it would fit him better. Um, a woman my mother knows had her stomach surgery mm-hmm. and lost a lot of weight and then said to my wife, I have all this clothing that doesn't fit me anymore. Would you like it? But that's she took that as a very offensive commentary because the clothing was from a woman who needed stomach stapling right. and said, now I can't wear it anymore because it's too big on me here. here. And it was much bigger than my wife would wear, so that's doubly offensive. So you got to be careful with guys. If Scary gave me an extra large because he's a medium now, I wouldn't take it personally. I just go, I'll try it on. But I always got to be careful with size with, with women. giving people clothes. I always associated that with children. Like you do that for kids, like the hand-me-down situation because they grow so fast. Right. But Nate, did this guy give you underwear too? <laughs> He didn't give me underwear. Ooh. What did he give you? He didn't give me underwear. He gave me two very nice sweaters. One was uh, Salva- Salvatore Ferragamo. Oh, my God. I love his boots. It's Ferragamo. Ferragamo. Ooh, right? It is very nice. It was so soft, and I felt bad because it didn't fit me. It was too big for him, and it was too big for me. So you can't wear it. I can't wear Where's it. So- what would you do with it? What do you want? <laughs> well, what size is it? Oh, it's here a large. It actually would fit you. Yeah, I'll take that. I mean, it might be a little big All right, on me. So what's his problem? No, so 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 you are okay wearing another guy's clothes? Well, it's clothes. a Ferragamo. It's a Ferragamo. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it was if it was Alfano from you know Alfani, Alfani, you know, gotcha. or what's the other one? Massimo, maybe not. I love Massimo. All right, so what are other things that women will do with each other? Oh, here's another one. Yeah. Here on the morning show, Sam. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I'll see Danielle walk in and go, God, I don't think I'll put my deodorant on. And Danielle will lift her arm, and Samantha will put her nose right in her armpit to see if she smells. Is, that, like, is that weird? Yes, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. No, are we going to do that? No. I mean, no. 
With, with Nate, on the days you forget your deodorant, we don't. You don't have to lift your lift your arm. We can smell bad. it down the hallway. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that's like if honestly, if any of you asked me, I would also do it as well. It just that stuff doesn't really bother me. Well, no, but I think it's you know this is another women versus men thing where women are okay to like when you want to take a nap with each other, you'll cuddle with each yeah. other. You'll you know these are things that you know look. I mean, even a, I'm a gay guy. I still don't cuddle with my gay friends when we uh, take naps. I think we're more comfortable in general with personal space and each other. That's I think what maybe it is. that's the blanket of okay. it. Like, All it doesn't, right. I'll just grab a friend and give them a hug in the hallway. Guys don't really seem to do that as much. And I don't know why. You guys are we, missing out. It feels We great. should start doing it more. Yes, Brody. We talked about this a couple of years ago on the show. We were at, I think it was a jingle ball, and there was one bathroom in the back area where we were. And at the time, Carla Marie worked here. Carla Marie, Bethany, and Danielle all went in the in the one room bathroom together at the same and peed time. And pooped in front of each other. No big deal. <laughs> Guys would never do that. I, never I mean, I that. wouldn't. No, we Scary? wouldn't go intentionally. As a matter of fact, if I go into the men's room and there's there are people in there I know, I I don't like to use the bathroom in front of them. Right, when I'm feel... in a urinal, I have like I dive in penis first. I don't want anybody seeing me, going near me. There's an image. Yeah, it's I so funny. Saying. Guys yeah, go to the bathroom. Sorry about that. Yeah. Guys go to the bathroom and there's no talking. It's silent. Right. Oh, see, girls in there and it's just <laughs> See, I say hi. I'll walk in and say hi to someone that's already pissing and <laughs> and they get you can tell they get uncomfortable. I'm like, "What is your problem?" Yeah, you hear the peeing. stream stop. Oh, stop. Did you ever come? go into a communal dressing room? For men, a men, male dressing room where it's just like a, it's just one big room and like in a gym, changing in front of each other, it's it's like a gym or a department yeah. store. Yeah, I've never been to yeah, a I've communal never... changing room at a department oh, I store. Have. I have old what? department stores like that were built in the '60s and '70s. Mm-hmm. Still have them. Like uh, we were talking about, was it uh, Saks or Lord and Taylor? Some of them have <laughs> like school. these where the benches are along the wall, and you all just go. And there's always the old guy really? who's naked yep. and he doesn't care. <laughs> this sounds great. They don't have that anymore. <laughs> Give each other advice. That's, that's no longer I've the case. I've never Yep. We both see, have seen it recently. I will Sax? agree. Mm-mm. Yeah, I will agree. At the gym, there's always the old guy. Not sax. That is like 75 years right. old, just standing around naked. Yep. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you Guaranteed. right now. Guaranteed. But you know, if, if for instance, there's a there's a, a spa that I like to go to for massage, whatever, out in Santa Fe, and you go into the men's locker room. You, you you take everything off, you know, and you there's always like one old naked guy walking around, just like swinging and. Just, just kind of like he'll put one leg up on the bench, you know, and like I'm like, and everything's like kind of dangling like a chandelier. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just don't like it. He's I, beyond I, caring at that. I don't point. like being near it. I don't. I just don't like it. As a matter of fact, look, I, everyone knows. Most people know that when you get a massage, typically, I mean, you don't have underwear on. You just have a robe on, and they cover you with sheets, and they don't look at you, whatever. Um, but at least I'll put my robe on, then take my underwear off, so no one can see. You know, like a little private moment. But women, you don't care. You Not let really. you just let everything just hang out. Exactly. I, I mean, I even had a masseuse once. Just, I've had masseuses ask me, "Are there places I can and can't touch?" But then I was I was filming one for a segment, and I almost wasn't able to post the segment because when she went for my bottom half, she just literally pulled the whole sheet up to like my hip, so the mm-hmm. whole caboose was out, which yep. didn't bother me in a private situation. But that was not going on social. So it's women and men, we we just we do have, as you said, Sam, this, this these privacy issues that are very different. Yeah. They're very different. We have these these space issues. We have these boundaries that we have set up where 
I don't want you to come over that boundary. Not I know. At all. I feel. I feel. I definitely feel like you guys should. It would behoove you guys to lose the boundary rather than us put it up. All right, Brody and Scary. The, yeah. Go ahead. Take your clothes off in front of each other. <laughs> no, that's not, <laughs> not going to happen. That's not happening. Good. Not well, happening. on behalf of everyone else in the room, we thank you. And by the way, that's that's my gift to Scary, keeping my clothes on and <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> vice versa. Yeah. Yes. And my name is not Greg T. Who would gladly he would do gladly, that. gladly, gladly get do naked, that. and yeah. I've seen him enough to never want to see another naked man ever. I know. Well, yeah. well, so yeah, Greg T. He has no problem, no problem, just ripping it off right now. No yeah, shame. he's one of us. So it, with all of the, of the issues that Greg T. has navigating through life, this is one he does not have an issue with. <laughs> no, right. he hung out at your barbecue for four hours. Like yeah, that. we had a party for fifty people. He was naked the entire time, laying on a lounge chair, but, just sitting there. We just discussed how older men are more comfortable in the gym, letting it swing around. There's always the old guy who doesn't care. Greg T is the way he is now. When oh, he's 75, God. 80 years old, how crazy naked is he going to be? He'll be at the mall, totally naked. Oh. You know the funny thing I realized just now about these old guys at the gym in the locker room? I never see them in the gym. They're just in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just realized They that. just never make it out of I the locker never, room. I've never seen them on a machine, on a treadmill. They just hang out there. They're here for never the stretching. I just don't think you notice them. I, I, I think they're invisible to you uh, because of your ageism no. problem. Uh, you're an ageist. No, I'm not an ageist. <laughs> yes, you are. It's just you always an old guy. You don't guy. see them in the gym working out, but you see them when they're gross and naked. Well, you can't help it. You walk in and, well, bam, it's penis. <laughs> Nate, just lifting that sack is a workout. <laughs> oh no, God. I get it. They're always straight. They're always drying. Like, this is the old guy move. You ready? Describe what I'm doing. This is the old guy move. Leg up. On the chair, like, wow. Drying, He's drying himself off. Yeah. You're under, flossing the taint. His yeah. under, yes, his taint. That's the move. His, with his, a hair dryer, usually. His and, hun- and hair, undercarriage. Hair you know, it's just this. I've I've been a modest guy since I was a kid. I, I when I would go to the bathroom at home, I would always lock the door. I still do, even if I'm in the apartment by myself. I still close the door and lock it. Weird. It's just I am from this school of thought where I just don't want anyone near my business. You know, urinating, defecating, being naked, showering. Those are private issues. I don't want to. Like, for instance, Alex, when he wants to sit down and do number two, he just leaves the door open. I'm like, and I hear everything. I'm like, shut the door. (laughs) Shut the door. It's disgusting. Disgusting to me. It's funny. I don't shut the door when I shower in my apartment. My roommate's there, but she will shut the door. It doesn't seem to bother her. Or maybe it does. Maybe I should ask her. (laughs) I I have to constantly shut the door on my daughters. They'll go to the bathroom and leave it open like six inches. Right. Like they'll just kind of like close the door, but not hard. And you're sitting there tinkling. So if you go walk by at a certain angle, you see them on it. I go, hey, close the door. It's closed enough. No, it's never closed enough. No. And I pull the door closed. Well, see, you live in a house with uh, four women and yes. one guy. And I've tried to shame them, but it doesn't work. It doesn't matter. See, you're you're outnumbered. They're gonna they're gonna live the way they will live, with or without you there. Yeah. They expect you to adhere to their their. Uh, oh, there's a def- different set of rules for me. I have to make sure I'm dressed fully, pantsed. Like if God forbid I wake up in my boxers, I can't leave the bedroom. I'll put pants on, Dad. Yeah. But it's like a bathing suit, not to us. So. It's true. Don't get scary <laughs> thinking about being naked. No, I can't. Now, when you're with your girlfriend, Robin, oh boy, are you guys okay being naked with the lights on? Of course. Okay, just checking. Are you a never nude? No. You're jean shorts. I like to. Eh, <laughs> I like. I like. I like boxer shorts where possible. Do you sleep naked? <laughs> nah, Look at his face. Sometimes. Nah. Do, you, do you have sometimes. sex with the boxer shorts on? <laughs> No. Yeah, no. You get undressed? <laughs> through the little hole. Man, this took a turn real quick. I like sex. Froggy. He says he keeps his socks on during sex so he can, oh. he can have good traction. <laughs> it's actually true. 
You do get better traction with stuff. Oh, Lord. That's an intimacy issue. All right. So, okay. So, back to the, the difference between men and women, typically, these boundaries. You know, women, you, you guys will do anything for you. You'll wear each other's clothing. Yep. You you don't mind at all. Guys, not so much. We're a little little more uncomfortable about that. I'm you have great clothing, though, Elvis. I, I wish do. I was your size. Well, if you were, I wouldn't give you my clothing. <laughs> would, no, I think... You, wouldn't it be weird if you guys walked in and you saw Nate walk in and you're like, hey, isn't that Elvis's? <laughs> yeah, I would have no shame in that because you have really good clothes. Well, I do. No, I've got great clothes. Yeah. Lend him your most statement sweater. See if anyone notices. What if we don't... Then that's, I could wear that time. sweater. It's a small. Can you wear a small? No, I, I just look bigger. Oh, you, it would be too tight for uh. you. That's the point. Bigger. People think I'm huge. Right. Oh, dear. Anyway, Anywho. all jacked up. So we got two sweater. minutes. We got two minutes left on this uh, fifteen-minute morning show yeah. podcast. Can we just end it early? We, sure can. we can. You're the boss. Well, no, I'm not the boss. I say we end it early. I'm not even going to talk anymore. Yeah, I'm kind of bored. I think we should stop trying right. to get blood out of this turnip. <laughs> I think it's out of a stone. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> blood out of blood a turnip. Out of this turnip. Is it blood out of a turnip? No, it's blood out of a stone. Blood from a stone. No, wait. no from well, a rock. Blood no. out of a rock. Trying to squeeze blood it's out of a stone. rock. Well, they're six of one, half dozen of the other. Or is it water other. from a stone? Water from, no, water into wine. That's trying Jesus. To turn... No, bird in the hand. <laughs> Look, I'm, I just did a Google. It's a bird. It's You can't squeeze blood from a turnip. The def, It's defined. What the hell? No, I never way. heard that it's before. It's blood from it's, a stone. Well, you know that. what? I'm from the farm, and this is what we use. I've heard you blood from a rock. It says right here, you can't squeeze blood from a turnip definition. You can only get from people... What they were willing and able to give. This is from the New Dictionary of Cultural Literacy. So don't make me feel like a fucking dumbass. Blood from a stone, something that cannot be obtained regardless of how okay. much. It's the same as blood from a turnip, but don't no. don't give me shit for saying blood from I, a turnip. No, I heard turnip wrong. must it's, be like a Texas Express. Blood from a stone and it's pecan. That's it. That's it? That's the takeaway? Yeah. Now what is a rutabaga versus a turnip? I gotta Google this now. We got 40 what seconds. About a, what about a beet or a radish? Versus a, a turnip. A beet's different. Completely different. A beet and a radish. A radish is more of like an oniony thing, and a, a, a beet is, is a, a beet is a is a it's like, a, like, a, like a potato, yeah, isn't it? It's more a like a with pasta. More like a tuber. <laughs> well, wait a second. No, no, no. Isn't a isn't a radish like a turnip? Kinda, yeah. I guess they're related. Somewhere What's in... rhubarb? Rhubarb is just some stalk. The pie. And you put it in a pie, and it just takes on the flavor of whatever it's with. I think it's more of a consistency. They all come from the dirt, though. Right, what are you doing? So, so just don't make fun of me for saying blood from a turnip. Okay, fine. You get blood from a kumquat? I don't make fun of you for the stupid shit you say. <laughs> yeah, what you do you get do. from a kumquat? Yeah, you do. A kumquat. 15-minute morning show. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.